Welcome to the Arise and Shine podcast, part of the teaching ministry of Pastor Festus Nasoha of Oasis Church and Holy Ghost End Time Ministries International. As it says in Isaiah 60 verse 1, Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of God shines over you. It is our hope and desire that through this podcast you would be encouraged and experience the transforming power of God's word. Be blessed. Arise and shine, for your light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Uh, this is your brother and Pastor Festus and Soha of the Overseas Church in Prague. And thank you for joining me again today on this very program, Arise and Shine. We have a, I believe I have a message for you today for us that will be a great blessing to, to you and I. And to all, so I would like you to call your friends and those around you and say, hey, our friend is on, on the television again on CNL today. Let's hear what God has given to him today. Praise be to God. Let's go ahead and pray. Father, we just thank you and pray for your blessings upon this broadcast today and upon every audience watching. Help us to hear your voice clearly and to understand what you are saying today to us. Be glorified, O Lord. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Now, in the book of 2 Peter, chapter 1, in the New Testament, uh, this was Peter writing, Apostle Peter writing. He says, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of, of Jesus our Lord. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you. How can grace and peace be multiplied unto, unto us? Through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. The more we grow in the knowledge of God and our Lord Jesus Christ, the more grace and peace is multiplied unto us. Verse 3 says, According as his divine power had given unto us all things that pertain to, unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. That word, the glory and virtue, virtue means excellence. And he's saying here that God's power has in the past tense, has already given to you and I all things that we will ever need for life and to live a godly life. His own power has already made available to us, provided for us all things that we will ever need to live a godly life. Can you believe that? That God already has already made every provision we will ever need to live a godly life in this world. His divine power, his ability, his wisdom, his strength, his faithfulness has already provided everything you will ever need. You see, God already saw you and I way ahead of time. He already knew what we'll ever need in life to live a godly life. And in his wisdom and power, he has already provided everything we will ever need. Can you imagine what that will do in our lives? 
Maybe you have some need now in your life. You are going through some need and difficulty or trust or trials or whatever you will ever need. Can you ever come to the place where you really believe and understand that the Heavenly Father has already made the provision for that need you have now? <laughs> and even the one you're going to have tomorrow. You see, God made man on the sixth day, not on the first day. Before, when Adam was created, everything he would ever need was already provided. So God's divine power, God's ability has already made provision for every need of your life. Whether it is spiritual, emotional, mental, financial, in relationship, in any areas of our human need, the Almighty God in His power has already provided for all of them. And it says here, through the knowledge of God, the more we grow in knowing Him, the more we begin to see that everything we will ever need has already been what? Provided. Praise be to God. And then verse, um, verse 4 says, Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these, these promises, you might be partaker of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Having escaped the rottenness, the decadence, the evil, the greed, the lust, the envy, the jealousy, and all the evil that is in the world through evil desires. He say here that you and I, by partaking, by receiving, by appropriating these great promises of God, we escape. The evil that is in the world through lust. You see, when Israel came out of Egypt, their destination was the promised land. That was God's will for them, that they should go and live in the land of promise, which he has promised to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He promised them this land. And in that land, they are to live. They will have everything they will ever need. There he has made every provision for them for all their life in all their descendants, in all their generations. So the Bible is saying that you and I today in the New Testament, we are not living in the land of Palestine. That's not our destination. But he's saying to you and I, that just as Israel was to depend and to move into the promised land, you and I today are to live in the promised land, not in a physical, geographical promised land, but in the promises of the word of God. In this Bible, in the Word of God, are many precious and wonderful promises. And God wants you and I today, who are God's children, who have believed in Christ, who have given our life to Jesus Christ, to live in the promises of God. And that the more we are able to appropriate and receive and enjoy these promises, we are no more following the ways of this world, the way of greed, the way of lust and evil desires, the way of living by evil and doing all kinds of evil things to meet our needs. But instead of following that evil way of meeting our needs, we, are, we follow God's promises. As his, as his promises are being made manifest every day in our lives, all our needs are met. So how do you get your needs met? By trusting and believing in the promises of God. 
relying on him, in his power, in his ability, in his wisdom, in what he has spoken in his word, trusting his power to lead us, to guide us, to open doors for us, to bring things our way, to bring people our way, things our way in their right timing, in their right seasons. And by obtaining and receiving these precious divine promises, we escape the way of the world, the way the people of the world obtain their needs, meet their needs. No, we don't meet it in the evil way of darkness. We meet our own needs in the way of believing and trusting God to meet every need of our life. Submitting ourselves to him in, our, in prayer, in his word, in letting the Holy Ghost guide us, teach us, prepare us, raise us up in the ways of God so that our needs are met by the power of God meeting every, fulfilling every promise he has made to us in his word. So that everything we have can become a fulfillment, a manifestation, a realization of the promises of God. Hallelujah. And so the Bible is saying here that God's plan, God's desire is that you and I receive, live by every promises he has made for us in Christ Jesus. By his dying on the cross for our sins, by his burial and ascension, by him sending the Holy Spirit, we are to live by all that Christ has already done and accomplished for us through the cross of Calvary. He has, throughout through his death, he has made available for us deliverances, healings. In fact, the Bible said that though Christ was rich for our sake, he became what? Poor. That through his poverty, we might be rich. Christ died on the cross and left us a will. The New Testament is called the new will. Just imagine if a, a very wealthy person died and left you his will. And all that you will ever need in your life, you have them in that will. The more you receive that blessing of the will, the more you have everything you will ever need in your life met. Jesus, our Savior, died for us, rose from the dead, and left us a will. That will is divine promises in Christ Jesus. As you and I inherit that will, receive that will day by day, we no more try to achieve things in the evil way of the world, but we achieve the, the, the will. We achieve God's promises for us in Christ Jesus. Jesus. And by achieving and living by that will of God, we escape all the evil way of achieving in this sinful world. Hallelujah. And the Bible says here that as we live in these promises, as we receive these precious promises, as we, as we enjoy this inheritance we have in Christ, we become partakers we become sharers and heirs and, and partners and partakers in the divine nature. Say with me, divine nature. Say it again, divine nature. You see, all that God wants for you and I is not to be religious people or just Christians or just believers, people who go to Pravoslav, I'm Catholic, I am this, I am. No, 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 no. What God's plan is that you and I become partakers, sharers of His divine nature. The nature, the very nature of God. You know, 
I have many times I, I ask people, why are you like this? Why are you like, oh, that's how I was born. I was born this way. Well, in Christ, when you are born again, you are born that way. Why are you blessed? Well, I was born that way in Christ. Oh, how can, how I, why are you living a righteous life? Well, I was born that way because I am a new creation. I am born again. When I was born, naturally, my father uh, imparted some, some of his virtues and nature to me. The same way, when we are born in, Bible says, when we are born, all born in sin. When we are born in sin, so we, we inherited the sinful nature. Well, we are basically sinful. You don't have to teach a child to do something bad. You can only teach a child to do something good. Well, we are born in sin. We inherited the Adamic nature, the nature of the fallen human race. So we were all born in sin, and we all grew up in sin. We lived in sin. We, sin was our nature. It was a normal thing to be a liar. It was a normal thing to be a crook. It was a normal thing to do all kinds of evil things. It was in our DNA. It was in our human nature. We were born with it. But now in Christ, when you are born again, your spirit man is new. Your inner man is new. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he or she is what? A new creation. You are a new creature. You are new in the inside. Your spirit man is totally born again in the in the, in the nature of God. From the very beginning, God's desire and plan was that man should be made in the image and likeness of God. Now, when sin came in, that image of God was distorted, was polluted, was perverted, was defiled, left, and the nature of sin and Satan moved in. The nature of rebellion and stubbornness and wickedness moved in. But when you and I are born again, then we receive a brand new nature, the nature of God. Hallelujah. If any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things pass away, everything become new, and all things are of God who have reconciled us through his son, Jesus Christ. So if you are in Christ, you are a new creation. That's why the Lord Jesus said, you must be born again. So God wants you and I to live in this new nature, to express it, to exercise it, to live by it. And by this new nature, it becomes natural for you and I to live daily in God's promises. Hallelujah. Now, there are many people who are born again, but they are not living in the promises of God. So though the nature in them is of God, but their ways of achieving, their ways of doing things, their ways of thinking, their ways of acting is not to appropriate God's promises. They still go about their daily life in the natural, sinful way. They still apply the sinful techniques of life. So their, their divine nature does not manifest or show itself in their normal daily life and activities. Because they always think the way of the world. They plan the way of the world. They try to operate by the systems of this world. 
No, no, no. We are to operate by the promises of God, standing upon divine promises. God said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will be with you always, even to the end of the age. As you begin to stand upon that daily in your life, and say, God, you have spoken. God, you have promised to be with me. So today, I am not going to be afraid of panic. I know you are with me, not just to be with me passively, but you are with me actively. So because you are with me and in me, I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. So Lord, today I will operate by your wisdom, not by my own intellect and thinking. I depend on your wisdom to be able to do everything I need to do today. Hallelujah. You begin to uh, assess and obtain and receive and appropriate those promises of God in your daily life. And as that becomes more and more made manifest in your life, you begin to see yourself that the, the nature of God in you is now being expressed and made manifest in your daily life. Hallelujah. If any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. And he says again in that in verse 3, According as his divine power had given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Through the knowledge of him that has called us unto glory and virtue. Whereby are given unto us exceeding grace, immeasurably great, unimaginably great, unfathomably great, precious promises. I mean, the heavenly promises, heavenly promises, marvelous promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. Look into God's word and see what God has promised you in his word. Every promise of God in the Bible is sealed by the blood of Jesus Christ. It is unbreakable. It cannot be reversed. It cannot be reversed. The promise of healing. The promise of divine protection. The promise of divine provision and guidance and wisdom and strength. They are ours today as we daily lay hold on those promises and cling to them strongly and believe them in our hearts and confess them in our mouth and expect the Almighty God by His awesome and mighty power to overshadow us and cover us and empower us and guide us. There is a manifestation of the divine life. When we see the Lord Jesus Christ in the way He lived, the things he spoke, the things he did. It was a manifestation of the divine life in him. He said, my father in me, he is doing the work. What you see me do is the manifestation of the life and the nature of God in me. The same way it is for you and I today who are born again. We are to live daily our lives in the manifestation of that divine nature. As the Lord was able to stand up there, that raging storm, and say, Peace be still. It was not the voice of Adam's descendant. The voice of a fallen human nature. No, it was a voice of the new man. We have borne the image of Adam. 
the earthly man. Now we are to bear the image and manifest the image of the new man, the heavenly man, the Lord Jesus Christ. We are used to our Adamic life and nature and ways. Now we ought to come to the place where we become more Christ conscious, our, our, our divine nature conscious than our Adamic nature consciousness. He said, you have to live, choose which way to, what to express, the inner life or the outer life, the Adam or the Christ. Which one do you want to express and manifest every day in your life? And this divine nature that is in us, we have to let it be made manifest by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And I can say to you right now where you are, by the, by the power of this divine nature that is in me, that is in you, you are going through some turbulences now in your life. I speak by, as, as a new creation man. I speak as a born again child of God. I speak as God's own righteousness. I speak to your storm. In the name of Jesus, peace be still to the pains in your body to the migraine in your head. I speak not as Adam's boy. I speak as a Christ child, Christ man. I release the power of God upon your life and upon your situation. You have a stubborn son that's going astray and it's always troubling you all the time. Your son is messing up your mind every day. I command that that boy turn around and turn back to you in the name of Jesus. I pray for the return of your wayward son in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Our Savior, the Lord, taught us how and how to manifest that divine nature. You are born of God. You are born again. The Bible says that the healer is born of God. Overcometh the world. What is born of God overcometh this world. Our faith have its origin in God. Our life, the new life we have, have its origin in God. As many as received him, to them gave he what? The power to become the sons of God, who we are born, not by the will of the flesh, not by the will of man, but by the will of God. Hallelujah. You are a new creation. You are a brand new person. You are born of God. All things pass away. All things become new. We are to manifest that inborn divine nature right now here in this present world. Not when we die and go to heaven. Hallelujah. And in fact, there in the book of Ephesians, uh, I'll read this for you briefly. I have some few minutes here with you. Chapter 4 of Ephesians, it says these words, and uh, verse 20, verse 23 says, and it says, and be renewed in the life of your mind. You have to get to know, you have to have, have this new man-mindedness. You have to be a new man-mindedness, a new man-minded. And verse 23, 4 says, and you put on the new man, which after God is Created in what? Righteousness and in true holiness. Woo, hallelujah. Your inner man, the new creation man, is created what? In righteousness. People are trying to be righteous. No, righteousness is a nature. It's not what you do, it's what you are by nature. Sin, we had a sin nature. We were born in sin in Adam. But in Christ, we are born in righteousness and what? And true 
holiness is created after God in God's likeness, in God's nature. We were created in righteousness and through holiness. The more you begin to have this mind and think this way and accept and believe in who you are now in Christ, the more you begin to see the manifestation of that righteousness in your daily way of living, in your way of speaking, in your way of thinking, in your way of acting. You have to come to the place where you are righteous-minded, holiness-minded, because that's not just what you are trying to be. That's what you are by nature for being a born-again child of God. <laughs> Don't try to be what you are already. Be! Be who you are. Don't deny yourself. If you are born again and you don't live like born again child of God and don't believe that and don't express that, then you are living a lie. Because in Christ, you were born righteous. Your inner man, your spirit man is born righteous. You are not a head and hand and leg and bone and blood and all that kind of things that the doctors mess around with every time. <laughs> You are a new creation. You are a brand new person. You are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. Are you enjoying your new life in Christ? Or is life still a struggle? You know, it is very, very important to realize who you are in Christ and think that way and meditate on that way. And then you begin to freely and joyfully begin to receive these precious promises which God has promised to the new creation man. You are a new creation man. And as a new creation man, God has made exceeding great and precious promises promises to the new man who is in Christ Jesus. It is not possible for you to have old mind-mindedness and then try to appropriate the divine precious promises which is promised but to the new man in Christ. Peter was right here to the new man in Christ. Say, you are begotten again. You are born again by the incorruptible word of God. This promises is to the new man. You have to be the new man minded, born again minded, new creation minded, so you can then freely receive and re appropriate this very precious promise of God. And by that, you become more and more uh, 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 um, possessing the divine nature of the Almighty God. Hallelujah. Friends, I love you and I'm praying for you, for you audience out there, I love you and I'm praying for you. And I really want you to, you know, do that. Just, just dare be my friend, okay? Just do it. Just dare be my friend. Just dare say, hi, I love that guy and I want to support the work he's doing. Right today, call. You will not regret being my friend. Let's join together and let's bring this word of God out there to as many as needed today. I believe what we are doing is of God. Join me in partnership. Write to the, you make, there's no mistake in calling. Like, like, look at that phone number there. Call the Russian number. Call the English number. We are here to receive your call. Send an email today and send a support to keep us on air. This is how we pay for all these bills of television. This is not free. This is paid television broadcast. And we want you to join us in partnership today. Do it today. Call today. Write today. Send the financial support today. And your finances there in America is tax deductible. 
the church there, Victory Church there in Carolina will send you your tax something at the end of the year. Right call today. May the Lord keep you and bless you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I will see you again very soon. This is your brother and friend, Pastor Fesos and Soha, saying to you, Arise and shine, for your light is come. Jesus came to do one thing, and that is to bring the kingdom of God. The way this is accomplished in our lives is through the gift of salvation. Salvation is a free gift of grace. It means that a person is forgiven and freed from their sin, given a new life, will go to heaven when they die, and will one day be resurrected from the dead when Jesus comes to make all things new. To receive this gift of salvation, there's a couple key things. First, recognize you're a sinner, meaning your life is not aligned with God's purpose for you and that you do things that are wrong and evil, deserving of God's judgment. Second, recognize that you need a savior, that Jesus died and rose again to forgive and free you from your sins and to give you a new life. Third, turn from your life of sin and believe in Jesus Christ for your salvation. You can pray a prayer like this. Father in heaven, I come before you today to turn from my sins. I recognize that I am a sinner and that I need a savior and Jesus is that savior. I believe he died for my sins and rose again to set me free so I can be in heaven with you when I die and one day rise again like Jesus did. I turn to you, Lord, and I turn from my sins and receive from you a new life. In Jesus' name, amen. For more resources on the next steps to take, check out our website, holyghost.cz, and visit the page, New Start, under the Seeking God section. Thank you for listening to the Arise and Shine podcast. Our prayer is that it encouraged, instructed, and uplifted you and pointed you to Jesus Christ. For more information about Pastor Festus, Oasis Church, and Holy Ghost End Time Ministries International, visit our website, holyghost.cz. Be blessed.